Ah, ah, and hello. Uh, this week on Teacher's Devils, we have Kate Hogan in. We talk about my very real pain and hurt that I experienced. She shares an eerily similar story, and then more fun stories about her life as an emerging comedian and hero, goddess. Uh, it's so good. It's a great episode. As you can tell, I feel better, I sound better, and uh, briefly I'll comment, uh, it's super easy to go from A to C, isn't it? How ironic. Now, your pain is my, uh, gas? Here's the episode. Teach the devils. Guess what, bitches? Woo! Off to a bad start. Woo! Guess what, humans of all shapes and sizes? It's me. Your boy. The manic god himself. Fucking the, uh, what is it, Kate? I don't know. An hour later? Oh, yeah. The benign now or later. <laughs> <laughs> The banana now and later? The banana now or later. The benign now or later. The benign motivator. (laughs) James O. Brassfield. And also, as usual, beside me, my constant contributor and friend, Wilson Chavo Rivera. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh, indeed, young man. Here today on Teach. These. Devils. Uh, We have a a special treat for you. We have our second time returning guests. This has been a week of returners. Yeah, it's been pretty, you know, just revisiting some old stuff. Some old stuff, people. It's a week of returning, and it's a week of new blood at the same time, and it's a week of new revelations on TC's Devils, uh-huh. especially after last week's deep and revealing episode and the personal psyche of one uh, hero, god, and damaged man, James O'Brassfield. Uh-huh. Um, you guys, Kate Hogan's on the program. What up? She's returned. <laughs> Welcome back, Kate. Thanks. It's good to be back, gentlemen. It's great to have you. Um, Kate's the only person that's ever been like, oh, I got to get back on the podcast. And I immediately was like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, for sure. Because uh, I'm sure everyone here is familiar with Kate through her uh, he-man woman hating tweets. Um, She's sick of women. She's had enough. (laughs) She fucking can't stand them. That's why I only hang out with cucks. Yep. She's like, I want all these bitches to learn. That love is eating a pussy after someone's already came into it earlier. Yes. That's what cucking is, I guess. <laughs> Man. What? I got to edit that out now? I don't know. I just I, was, I wasn't expecting that. that. I, saw it. I, was, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying redacted. I learned something. I'm not saying that anyone in this room is even into that. Wilson. <laughs> I'm definitely not into See? that. See? Good. We're good then. I don't do butt stuff, man. I'm, and it's I like, don't get weird. You just volunteered that for no reason. I never even brought that up yet. It was going to get brought up eventually because you like Wait, to bring like, up shit like that all the time. Do butt stuff or you don't let butt stuff happen to you? Both. I don't either. <laughs> I do not. I don't. Anything involving butts is a realm I have not I learned, Um I learned that I was talking to uh, a few of my gay friends um, about like dick pics and stuff and then one of them was like, oh yeah, well, butthole pics. And I was like, you get what? Booty hole pics. Butthole pics. Why? How? I mean, apparently it's all in the timer function. But also... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my microphone because that was so funny. I'm so on board with booty hole pics. Like... If a girl sent me a picture of her booty hole, Mm-mm. I'd be like, yeah, boy. Mm-mm. Yeah, you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what love is. I'd be like scared. Be like, why? why? Why are you doing that? And how? 
It's timer. You had to, but you had to think about that. <laughs> you had to position yourself. Like, I wonder what, like, <laughs> it takes time. The process to get a, a picture of your. First, you got to shave. Uranus. I mean, eventually, <laughs> you become a master of crap. You, all, you put you your camera it. down right on the ground and then you fucking kneel over it like the magazine, like baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to do? <laughs> playing Wilson. Oh, no. That's, that, I, if I, I feel like you can employ a selfie stick in this situation, too. You could. Like, right through the legs. And you got one hand holding it open. Like That's you classy. Just, like you're riding a broomstick. That's real. Yeah. <laughs> that would work. Yeah. With a selfie stick. I don't. If you ever have any of those butthole pics you want to get rid of, just send them to at these devils on the Twitter. That's right. At these devils. It wasn't taken. Can I don't go on the Twitter, so go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Unfollow us. I don't care. Just send us those booty hole pics, everyone. Uh, Kate Hogan's here. She was not on board with any of those statements. Kate, um, in addition to being a woke-ass warrior, a survivor of assault, which we've discussed on the program before, uh, uh, not even a survivor, a... what's like? I hate to describe, like, you win assault. You won. <laughs> no one wins. No one wins. Like, <laughs> the state won. The, if, count, the It was Ohio versus Dedrick Peterson, so the state won. You got more victory than most people that are harmed. And that's, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't think anything that, like specific because it's not my it's not my place to... <laughs> She's a tenacious young situation. woman. Yeah, you're t- but that, you're a tenacious young woman who is unstoppable... And uh, you work with the youth in the area. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your work with the youth then? Oh, after the booty hole picture thing, I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> well, you can't talk about it together. <laughs> if this was 1965, we could have just lumped them both together, but now we have to... Separate. Yeah, church yeah, and state. No, I think they'd you... always remain separate. And, and, and that's just, We're not getting into this further. Thanks, Wilson. I get what we were bidding, but... <laughs> I'll close with this. Jerry Lee Lewis married his 14-year-old cousin. <laughs> Just like, uh, what's his name? Um, R. Kelly. Ziggy Stardust. Oh, uh, yeah, it was like David a 16 year old movie. Yeah, David Bowie. He, like, raped a couple. They called him baby groupies. They were 14 year olds who followed the 70s, like, rock glam age. And, yeah. like, he openly talked about when he was, like, 26 to 30 something, he would have the uh, rape 14 year olds. Yeah, he would. Him and Jimmy Page. <laughs> Rebel Rebel is about a 14-year-old girl. Stairway to Heaven is about a 14-year-old girl. Let My Love Open the Door is about a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> Fucking Smokestack Lightning is about a 14-year-old girl. Fucking Spoonful is about a 14-year-old girl. Did <laughs> 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 I say Let My Love Open the Door? Yeah, I think you got there. Did <laughs> I say The Seeker? Uh, no. <laughs> what, that whole movie, The Labyrinth, was entirely about a 14-year-old girl. It was made for 14-year-old girls. The whole movie looked like a fucking Lisa Frank book yeah. cover. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about some of the work you do with the youths. Um, service unit director at Northeast Ohio Girl Scouts. Shout then, out. Uh, yeah, Girl Scouts are awesome. If you want to get involved with Girl Scouts, you don't need to have kids. I don't have kids. Doesn't that make it creepy for the moms? No, because I'm a lady. You are a grown-ass woman. You carry yourself well. <laughs> I'd like to speak more about uh, the Scouts business, uh, specifically the Boy Scouts, who are now just known as the Scouts, right? It's like a weird thing, because it's still Boy Scouts of America, but they're scouting, um, which is unfortunate because the whole reason, you know, the Girl Scouts didn't ask to be a part of Boy Scouting. They mm-hmm. made their own thing. 
And it's because that's Girl Scouts is a place for girls to fail. Like, that's what it's for. It's an environment where they can fail and accept that failure is okay and it doesn't define you as a person. Yeah, it does. Why are you lying to these girls? <laughs> <laughs> but then you get up and you succeed at other stuff. You know no, what I mean? Like that's- all there is in life, Kate Hogan, <laughs> is winners and losers. I feel like people you buy a shit ton of cookies. They do. Okay, no, you're living in the future in the past. Uh, you haven't even heard next week's... Uh, the, well, it's not even next week. It's last week's episode now because of time. <laughs> but there's only two places to be in life. On the top or on the bottom, winners and losers. First place, second place, but third place, But what if you're a missionary, but. but it's anal sex? Then you're top and bottom. It's a good point. It's not always about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's about social hierarchy. I just think there's a there's a power in being able to fail and then get back up, you know, and vulnerability, you know, saying like, yes, I'm I'm vulnerable. I'm human and I'm still here. Yeah, there's something to that. Like and I'm still trying. Like, I don't know. It's, uh, what is that one thing like? Persistence. Yeah. They're teaching these young girls the, uh, <laughs> the value of uh, resilience. Yes. And That's good. I do think it's unfortunate. um you know, if you feel more comfortable, because Boy Scouts didn't accept trans kids for a while, um, where Girl Scouts did. You, could, If you're a trans girl, uh, you can go ahead and join Girl Scouts at any time. Interesting. Um, well, you're supposed to be able to, and if your specific troop leader says no, you can bring that up to council, and they can get that troop Ooh. leader. Girl <laughs> Scout tribunal, motherfucker. Because <laughs> that's our, like, the sages. our policy. <laughs> Do you guys have that stuff you throw in the fire, like Midnight Society? Uh, Gunpowder? <laughs> we do make fire actually it was funny the last time i uh i was camping up at uh ledgewood and um the girls while i was like i was i don't know what i was doing i was like girls are you making s'mores or starting fires because they were supposed to be starting two different fires and the different thing to make the s'mores and they all like chime back in these like nine-year-old voices making fires and that's what i wanted them to do <laughs> <laughs> was great hell yeah <laughs> Make burn it all down <laughs> wilson said it was hot today and then he said let's burn it let's all, all down. burn it all down that's kind of They'll why blame it's hot. it on a, spata- a spontaneous <laughs> forest fire that's why it's all that's why it's hot. it is hot we're in the middle of burning it down from all the plastic cups uh-uh. have you heard you fucking idiots i'm gonna TC go drink a pepsi right now and throw it in the trash on the floor have you heard on the street the fucking recycling is killing the planet. Stop recycling and throw it all in the same hole. I don't think I agree with that statement. It's two trucks, Kate Hogan. How can you argue with that logic? <laughs> <laughs> How can you argue with that logic? What's better, one or two? One. What's better than one millionaire? Two. Especially if they're from the same hue. That was a test. You passed it with fine colors. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a real one. Kate Hogan is on the program. Welcome back, Kate welcome Hogan. Back. Welcome 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 back. Kate welcome Hogan. Back. Welcome back. This is theme song to Welcome Back, Carter. Kind of. A little bit. Let's similar. We might have put our own edge on it. Like we tend to do from mm-hmm. time to time. Good. Uh, can't beat me at that. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, Kate Hogan's here. Like We've already solved womanhood earlier. We did have an off-air conversation that I always bring up, though, about uh, 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 the difference between reporting 
and what was it? Reporting um, and documenting. And documentation. The difference between reporting and documentation. We're talking about assaults here, people, of all kinds, of all measures. And uh, it was revealed soon after that, actually, that the Cleveland police had had, like, thousands of untested rape kits. Like, it was, it was such an ironic thing that I hate to bring well and I don't hate it I love to bring it back up but I'm disgusted that it's happened but we need to be aware that's what we do here on Teach These Devils try and make fuckers wake up and learn a little bit ourselves and I learned something that day uh, and we had like a half hour conversation off air about the difference between reporting and documentation and I was very staunch advocate for reporting every uh, crime against you as a person that it would happen to anyone and Kate was uh, helped explain to me uh, that that doesn't always happen. Yeah. Well, that's what I think it's crazy too because like they talk about like the Me Too and the you know the women and stuff and how they when they say like believe all women, most of these women aren't coming out and saying this specific man raped me. He needs to be in jail forever. Most of them are just saying I have been raped and that's still seen as suspicion. Like they're not asking for any sort of social justice or a crusade against one person individually. It's just yeah. like. But are you a legitimate rape victim? Do you have the qualifications, whatever it is? Are you acting like a victim would act? If it's really that traumatic, how could you ever be happy again? You know, like, it's just... And so, like, the difference between, like, documenting and reporting, I think what we learned with, like, the the big rape case with the Olympic... uh, um, the gross finger popping doctor. Yeah, yeah, the gymnast. They were out there winning gold medals while being raped, like, by the same guy. So I don't think it's a testament to what you're doing on the outside to what's happening behind closed doors. Yeah, I don't, huh. you know, like I think humans are very complicated. They can be victim survivors and heroes and villains. I mean, there are people who go on that have been hurt and our victims are survivors and they go on to hurt Other in different people, ways. Yeah. It's very yeah. pretty common. Actually. Mm, no. Well, in terms of like shit that I've heard. Like, <laughs> just like, uh, like things i've listened to about people who have like committed crazy crimes like that mm-hmm. just they've also been like mostly victimized and stuff well, a lot of them too have like um jeffrey Dahmer wasn't really super yeah no you know like um or like the kids it? who go shoot up school the white boys yeah the worst thing that happened to them is that they got bullied you i know, remember like, i walked past uh, like a real scrawny white kid a couple weeks ago and i was like so it's like look back you <laughs> racially profiled him i walked past him i looked back and i was like oh so that's what it's like. Said before, I'll say it again. <laughs> you ever been to the gun show? You're profiling every white under 14 and over 26. Right. It's just the way that the world works. Oh, man. No, great points. I think that we covered. That was a great synopsis of a, a 30-minute conversation we had six months ago. <laughs> I think they're really going to get a kick out of that. Um, what else? Oh. I think that uh, it's important to note that uh, Kate Hogan has a stance, has taken a stance that is not popular because of her, uh, her, what's the word I'm looking for, Wilson? Fervor. Thanks. There you go. What stances? I have a lot of unpopular stances. (laughs) Well, let's just open up and get everyone acquainted with all your unpopular stances. (laughs) And then here on TC Devils. I'll try and provide a sane, rational counter-argument. <laughs> so you're playing the devil's advocate on Teach These yeah, Devils. Yeah, I'm motherfucking... <laughs> I'm fucking... Who's the guy, Wilson? Who's the guy I'm thinking of, Wilson? Um, Al Pacino. Al Pacino, thanks. 
I'm Al Pacino. You're fucking Keanu Reeves. Skada. Who, who am I? You're Charlize Theron, stupid. Hell yeah. <laughs> Are you wearing underwear? No. Hell no. Because he's a nasty. Well, so go work on your butthole pics. Oh, man. New people don't need that. I dare you to send, I dare you send just a butthole pic right now. I would send it of a, like a chicken's butthole. That's hot. Feathered up. Yummy. Ch- chicken Chicken tenders. butts. Chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. All right. Enough of anyway, eating chicken butts. Stance one. Kate Hogan. I don't know. Women's rights. Oh, that's unpopular? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Super unpopular. I don't know. I think feminism is uh, not really more about like, it is about women's rights because if you think about society, since almost the dawn of society, we've taken humans and divided them into groups. The biggest group would be men. Teach. And women. Group would be men. Teach. Ways. And so people talk about like, oh, well, I'm not a feminist. I'm a humanist. I'm like, you need to buy a dictionary because that's not even what a humanist is. But they talk about not wanting to define it as one sex if it's for both sexes. And I'm like, well, if you've taken the sexes and divided them into groups for how long, there does need to be a clarification of whose rights are being oppressed. Well, I think it's safe to say that whether you're a man or a woman, you're still a human being. Yes. But... It's You're clear saying, that even in men, feminine qualities are degraded and devalued. I feel like calling yourself a but humanist like sounds fucking stupid. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm a, a humanist. I'm a humanist. But to touch on it's your like, point, well, no shit. <laughs> but to touch on your point of uh, degrading feminine qualities in men, men aren't supposed to have feminine qualities. Exactly. That's why it's. That's why I feel like. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. I'm saying it's not a thing that's supposed to happen. In the th- well, it, it obviously and it's is a, a thing. Form that's of supposed to I look great in a dress, but um, you do, Wilson. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to wear a dress, if you want to get me. your nails done, tell you're me, a man, I, men don't have feminine qualities. Have you seen my hips? <laughs> have you seen my hips? Have you, you looked at my ha- hips? The, These thighs with my ancient thought techniques. <laughs> and, the knowledge of your thin, frail body, you're good for one kid at best and it would take your life. Yeah, that's fine. I would only want, I wouldn't even want to have kids. And I think, uh, because, and shit like that, like, that's really gross to say, but like, that's something that is a part of fucking, uh, human evolution is when it comes to the desirability of mates. Like, that's something that you think about and you don't even know. And that goes back to the thing where it's like, people frown upon feminine qualities in men because men aren't supposed to have feminine qualities well it's it's not just like fe- like it's not about hips or wearing a dress it's about uh being empathetic um listening gay gay nurturing gay. <laughs> like, those are actually very good qualities to have if you're talking about a mate that you're gonna have kids with i want the father of my kids some to people don't be want empathetic. that and nurturing which is fine but that doesn't really value men who have that and it still stems back to misogyny like that's still devaluing feminine qualities is devaluing and degrading in a misogynist way let me tell you i'm one of those dudes with the feminine qualities girls don't give a fuck about that they want to be treated like a piece of shit all the good broken ones anyway like that's the ones you really gotta poop on you know what i mean not physically mentally i disagree (laughs) (laughs) i disagree with that entirely like i don't know i've been in my relationship for three years and i mean when we it wasn't a walk in the park for me and just prior to us meeting 
So I think she responds well to that, that I just kind of hang out and listen sometimes. I mean, I hate listening to people in general, <laughs> but I do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Like I said, I'm one of those people. <laughs> you're, you're a broken man, James. Yeah, well, it's always about me anyway. <laughs> I'm the only person I see when I close my eyes. Kate Hogan, your thoughts? <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I don't really, I guess, define myself by being with a partner. So if somebody's going to come into my life to be a partner, I need them to be a decent human being and a team member. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just about like having the exact same ideals and values, but also there should be some sort of, I don't know, like I don't have deal breakers like if they chew with their mouth open or something yeah. dumb like that or like, um, I mean, it's just like be a decent human being who I'm attracted to and who like also wants it. You know what I mean? Like I dated, uh, when I was in undergrad, I dated two guys that were professors. Um, I was like 22. They were like 30. Okay. And they both of them were just like, well, I don't really want to put labels on this. If a 30-year-old man says he doesn't want to put labels on it, he's pulling you. <laughs> like That's what I learned. Like, you're 30 years old and you don't know what you want to define your relationship as. Like, that's... So then I learned from that and I thought, all right, the next time I date somebody, I'm going to define it. So the last two guys I've dated while I was in Cleveland here, I was just like, we're dating. We're, like, we're exclusive. Right? Like, you want to be... Ex- I want yeah. to be exclusive and then i was like and will you be my boyfriend and they both like you know both of them were just like yeah let's do it we got along we hung out and everything but then at the end of it i realized uh-huh. you know when i broke up with my last one it was he had been lying to me over like non like of no conscious you know what i mean like without like until he got caught is when he was no going to, yeah like it yeah. wasn't even a thing and um and i realized it was just like with me I mean, obviously, they seemed like they wanted it. They seemed like they were there. You know, they what it seemed like they genuinely thought they meant their feelings or something, you know, whatever it was. It's easy to fake a feel. Yeah, that's... Well, I can't. <laughs> I was just like, how do you not... Like, I felt like such, like, I don't, like, um like a deprived... You know, I, I don't have to, like, desperate and thirsty because I was just like, it didn't make sense to me. Like, last week, you loved me, and now you're saying, oh, well, you didn't really. Like, that doesn't... Yeah. And oh, you're man, saying that you did love me. And it was real for you, but also you never saw a future with us. Yep. And like, you didn't tell me that. Teach them. And I was just like, and I felt so like, even though obviously I was in the real, I was genuine. I felt these things. I was open and honest and I was vulnerable. I was just like, the fuck you mean? Yeah. Like, I was just like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not asking crazy. you to love me. I'm just asking how can you turn it off? That means you never, don't lie to me. Don't tell me you yeah. lied to me every single day. Damn and Kate. that was love. Like, <laughs> And so, <laughs> tell him. That's what I did. We don't talk. Yeah. <laughs> but you got closure. And that's what, like, I guess, like, I don't. I mean, he never told me. He was just like, I did. He got. He's like, I did love you. This was real. And I'm like, no, though it wasn't. You could lie to me without conscious. You could lie to me without consequence of your own volition. Like, that's not. That's not love. And you can't tell me now that it was. Like. Was it- was the other girl on the radio? It sucks. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Although I was a little bit, ex- he listens to uh, the Bill Squire show, and it was a little, it was about three months after we broke up. It's called the Alan White show. Oh, the Alan Cox show. I don't know Alan Cox. I know Bill. There's a little white people on there. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
Bill put me on a show of his at the Alex Theater, and my friend came into work, and this was like three months after we broke up. My friend came into work. She was, I heard your name on the radio. I was driving. I was like, oh, for the week. Like, I was like, I know her. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was neat. Like, and I was just like, about like, maybe like halfway through the day, I was like, he heard my name on the radio. Vandicated. I am selfish. (laughs) I am wrong. I am right. I swear I'm right. Swear I knew it all along, and I am. <laughs> Spider Man 2 soundtrack. Yeah. Man, that's a deep cut. I didn't recognize that. Dashboard, nigga. But I don't I really listen to no Dashboard Confessional. I've those two words together before. I know, Dashboard. dashboard. I'm making those shirts, man. That's what Unless they're about. talking about something on a dashboard, but not Dashboard Confessionals. I, think, I think emo black kids are really underrepresented. I don't think. Thank you. That is, I mean, like now with uh, Donald Glover coming out, like the Blurds really are having See, their day. But like, what'd you just say? Blurds. Nah. That's what he called himself. He's not that. But okay. He's a weird black person. He's not a nerd. I think he's no, a nerd. He's a non-traditional a nerd. black person. He's not he's a nerd. nerd. See, have nerd. you seen his earlier stuff? He, he does the voice Spider-Man. of Spider-Man. That yeah. Was to, that was to make himself approachable to white people. I did all that shit too, and I don't. I'm not on TV, so I don't have to lie about it. When you do shit like that, it's so that you. It's like your Lincoln letter to fucking white people, so you can watch. But he them. really wanted to be Spider-Man. That's yeah, they did him. make a black and Dominican Spider-Man. I'm mad about it. Miles Morales, I like it. <laughs> Who reads books? Prince I is do. Dead. I read books. You have a Spider-Man co- like thing framed on your wall. Don't talk about that. <laughs> Got that from Marks, nigga. There's a magazine over there. You go like Print is Dead, you work for a magazine. <laughs> Print is Dead. That's why I do this podcast. Uh-uh. Oh my God. Kate Hogan, yeah. not only have you vindicated me in my life through the from the past to the future right now, this is because CG Doubles is no longer just a couple days behind actual time. <laughs> We're a week behind. CG Doubles is a week behind now, so everyone knows. Um, we've taken some time. We've talked a bit. I think what we're going to end up doing here is taking a brief break, uh, as we generally do here on TC's Devils, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more with my dear friend and fucking uh, loser ally, Kate Hogan, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, thanks. We're on the same team. Yeah, same team. We should just get jerseys, same team. Listen, people are going to start to talk like we're an interracial couple at Cedar Point. I meant <laughs> all three of us, so we could be a thruple is a word I've learned. Listen, I'm not with that Babylon shit. <laughs> <laughs> My dick is the star. I like that sounds like a lot of work. excluded you, Wilson. Because I have... like, let's get... No, like... Wilson's in a committed relationship already. I would look... I look like a weird cousin that's hanging out with you guys. Hey, man. He's like the cousin that we're buying dipping Dots and shit because he left yeah, his, and then I got he all his shitty wallet. facial hair. So it's just yeah. like, oh man, he's been drunk all summer. Man, Wilson lost his he wallet on the Iron Dragon like, again. We got to buy him some waffles or something. <laughs> I love gotta waffles. Got to get this nigga elephant ear or he's going to get <laughs> irritable. Off roller coaster just crying. <laughs> Kate, get the <laughs> elephant ear. He's going to get irritable. I told you. Stop crying. You know what we should do on the break? We should get ice cream. We should get ice cream? I just had ice cream earlier. Don't like like ice cream. Wilson doesn't like ice cream. We're going to get Kate ice cream. We'll be right back. (laughs) Teach these devils. devils. Uh, 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 uh.
All right, get the bag. We're back, motherfuckers. Wow. Ah, hold Wah. that. Hold it. Hold it. Oh wow. Kate Hogan is here. Kate. Hey. Um, we were just talking. Like we, uh, I love hanging out with Kate because we just she has stories, <laughs> like she has tales, and we just were deep into one, and I realized that we weren't recording. So now, uh, Kate Hogan's going to tell us you had a little bit. Get a, a, you had a trip. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a trip. I uh, wrote a paper about humor theory. Cool. Some people liked it. Specifically, the people who like decide what humor theory is. Nice. Okay. <laughs> it's cool. So I went over. I did some comedy in Helsinki. I did some comedy in Tallinn. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. That's fun. That is. So I did like a little mini European excursion for comedy. And then I presented what was actually really personally cool for me. There's this writer um, and he does this program. And I, I met him uh about a year or so ago, but I didn't like meet meet him. I just like went to his talk and then followed yeah. his work. And I was just like, oh man, this guy's amazing. Da, da, da. And then I was sitting in a conference and I was like sitting at the desk behind him, like a lecture at this conference. Uh, and he had, he was flipping through like the, the calendar of events or whatever, the agenda. Yeah, and he addendum. had my lecture circled. What? And then he went to it, and I was just like... Wait, wait, wait. So you're giving so out fucking... This? What is the name of this yeah, You're giving out lectures? Where the fuck is this at? The International Society of Humor Studies. It was at Estonia University. And they didn't want your boy? What? What the fuck could they be learning if they didn't want the main proctor and the constant contributor? Oh, <laughs> did, you, did you submit? What? They should have heard about us. <laughs> you can submit next year's it's in Texas, which I like it because uh, I get to travel. But now it's just like I'm traveling to Texas. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. that's but now it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna see the same people. Texas, <laughs> that's awesome. Who would have thought the girl that has that uh, has given her number out to four separate marks managers to let them know to let her know <laughs> when there's Simpson stuff available would be traveling all the way to Helsinki to speak on theory. That is, yeah. So, that's that's really cool. I actually, I'm going to be published in a um, book coming out on dark humor. Because last year I wrote a paper about how to set up like dark humor theory using parallelism. Oh my god. Um, and people really liked it. That's really cool. <laughs> I didn't know that you were also like a huge student of that kind of, of humor itself. I'm a nerd. And uh, people have described me as abrasive, but I just think I'm pretentious. So. <laughs> there's, there's nothing worse than an uppity nerd. <laughs> like, well, actually. Uppity N-words. I'm just, uh, Nerds. I'm just that way, but in things people aren't interested in. I'm super conceited, but I'm also as good as I say I am. <laughs> That's right. Like, I can't. It's not that I'm a one upper. I can't help that my life's better than yours. I'm just trying to relate. I like Damn. <laughs> You guys like buffalo chicken pizzas? <laughs> Hell yeah. God. That's really cool. So, you went to Helsinki. Well, Talon. I Talon. flew into Helsinki and then I, like, putzed around there for a little bit and then I took the ferry over. I, like, it's crazy because, like, we have this video, like, you know, family videos. Yeah. So, my mother on it is like Caitlin Marie you stop that song and dance that funny business will get you nowhere like that's 1995 and then when I was leaving because like Russia was right there we, we were doing like a round table in St. Yeah. Petersburg and stuff and really? she was just like one joke is not worth the rest of your life because <laughs> wow. I know who you are as a person and you can't not get involved <laughs> your mom didn't want you to be Jakob Schmierdoff yeah, right? like, that's hilarious <laughs> and I was just like and then there I was like on the Baltic Sea like 
How do you glass over just being in Russia? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Tra- I don't know. I was doing it. It's a real weird. I'm not. I don't know. I just. There was more to it than just like, hey, I'm going here. Yeah. You like know? it wasn't like a vacation. But when we were younger vacation, like anytime I got to travel, it's because I worked for it. And it was crazy because like I remember in marching band, we got to go to uh, California. Yeah. And we did the Rose Parade. This was in high school. We did it in um, my college undergrad, like two. But like that means I marched every step. I showed up to every practice I did because I was a scholarship kid. I had to go to wow. every fundraising event to actually get qualified for this. So I worked Shit. all the boots. I did all the stuff like on top of working Got 40 hours a week. Band dung, all those fucking water bottles full of vodka on the yes. bus. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we did hand checks, but um, you're nasty. <laughs> Um, but we, like, I did all of that and there was still like, and it wasn't the other kids, like kind of, but it was mostly the parents who were like, oh, well she, her mother couldn't pay to be here. And it's like, I worked for, you know, like I marched yeah. the same Ooh. amount when they sent the, the audition tapes in or whatever they do. My, I was part of those formation, you know, like I was a part of it too. And I'm a kid, like also I'm a child. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, like what the fuck? You that kid didn't at? work for that. Video. Like it was insane. Like and they did. They treat like the uniform moms all knew. Like and this was the parents. Like this was and it was crazy. But that's who let what, this like, poor come here, right? Like she's I, a poor little girl come here. I, I don't want her near my children. They're gonna become poor too. She's disgusting. Right? Like it is. <laughs> I was just. I was. It's kind of like when um somebody says something like bigoted towards Irish folks, and I'm just like. Have you not been around the last 50 years? Because colonialism has really worked out for us. The Irish are a gaggle of thankless fucks. <laughs> but, like, they'll say weird things about, like, Irish Catholic, but we're like, it's just, like, old-timey. Like, yeah. what decade are you living in? Like, I know about drinking because I'm Irish Catholic. And it's 2018, everybody's drunk. Yeah, like... like <laughs> it's 1968 all like over Cleveland, again. Every person has had an alcohol problem at some point in time. And, but, they, and, and that's... I volunteered myself to, for one uh, year. My New Year's resolution was to have one beer every day, and I did it. <laughs> like and just one? Or yeah, one at least. At least <laughs> one beer every day, and I did it. And uh, let me tell you, I was never happier. That's what I don't. I don't actually. I make a rule because I grew up like with alcoholics and stuff. So I make a rule of I don't drink alone. Yeah. Oh, that's the best drinking. That's when you can get the most work done. <laughs> so I, I I like wild cherry Pepsi's here and there. Yeah, you know that's a good one. Uh, sometimes I'll tweet drunk, and I like what I tweeted, but I'm like I don't want that in the world, like a public face. So like I'll like screenshot it and delete it, and then use it somewhere Destroy else. Destroy it. That's brave. <laughs> like, that's brave. Well, one of them was talking about so like we had a safe word when we were younger in case my father came back and tried to abduct us. So like when you call, which is like a very serious thing. Yeah. My sister and I were joking about it. Like, cause that's how else are you going to deal with it? Like, especially in our, I was visiting my mom. So we were, and she was like, oh, and my niece was there who wasn't really catching what she goes. We have a family code word. And we're like, yeah, it's a secret password. <laughs> what? Just, Just in case our dad wants to try and love us. And that's what the cops said. <laughs> like he broke the restraining order and he was like, well, I'm not going to arrest a dad for trying to love his kids. And we're like, that's not how abuse works. <laughs> like, It's actually the opposite. Officer. And that's not how the law works. Enforce the effing law. <laughs> I'm not, what's the law got to get, do against love, little girl? I'm not going to stop anybody. Yet. Oh, my God. He came. He was. I just remember my sister literally reading the restraining order to the officer. And that's how he dismissed her. She was like 18 at the time. I was 14. And she, she was just like, I'm not going to arrest a man for loving his kids. And we're like. 
<laughs> we don't want him here. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not okay, sir. Like, that's uh, when we found, like, no, cops are, I can't stand cops. I get panic attacks around cops. You are black. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not like, what is it, when, um, last year I was at the uh, Feast of the Ascension in Little Italy. Oh, you're not black. You're allowed to go to that? Um, well, I was, with, I was with my ex and I was holding his hand and he was getting so annoyed because I kept glaring at the Hell's Angels because I was just like, they Hell stand yeah. for violence and murder and crime. I like and, that. And like terrible crime, not like Robin Hood crime. Yeah. And like. I mean, uh. <laughs> and so and he's like, can we not glare at the murdering gang? Can we not do that? And then like the cops would come by though and I would get like closer to it like without even thinking. And he's like, do you not think that maybe you should be in some sort of therapy when you glare at gangs of murderers and you get panic attacks at officers? <laughs> no, you're doing it right. <laughs> murderers can be reasoned with. Police don't get their check if they don't kill blacks. <laughs> like, how else are they going to start Teacher. their retirement early? Like, Jesus. Fuck 12. I, I got an idea how they can retire early. <laughs> 12 fucking Dude, rounds from my 12 shot Panther. clip. <laughs> <laughs> I'll retire a cop tonight. With my weapon. Your voice? You're going to sing to them? No, Change a, their heart? I'm going to let Lucille bark at those fucking clowns. We should try that if we ever in a situation start where we get arrested. Banging on it the worked song. with the Jets and the Sharks. And when Punching you're a Jet, you're a we Jet all the way. baby brother. <laughs> we do the choreographed dance moves and they're just like, wait, what? This is incredible. Your gun slowly lower. <laughs> the whole neighborhood comes out <laughs> in droves, and then it just turns into this big. It's my baby. <laughs> during one of the refrains, we kind of like brother. Michael Jackson and fucking uh, Paul McCartney out of there. <laughs> say, 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 hey, to my little baby brother. We have like a group, uh, a whole chorus just suddenly arrive behind Black us women, that yeah. know all the songs. Yeah, they got to be in the robes. Song. They got to be in the. Yeah, yeah they're all robes. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> baby, little brother. baby brother. Hits. Good song. That is a good song. It's a good man. song. Maybe that could be the outro. But we're not there yet, man. We still got more with Kate Hogan. Kate Hogan, international <laughs> traveler, woman that is known comedy so much so she turned herself into a nerd doing it. A student of jokes, a student of Thespis. <laughs> eh. Not so I'm much. Not, so I can I can act. Uh, I don't like um, improv. Yeah, who likes improv? I don't. I just because it makes me feel like an asshole. Uh, mainly, yes, and yeah, like well, because I feel like a little <laughs> bit of a jerk when I'm standing there, and I'm just like, I am funnier than all of you. This is terrible. Like that's what it makes me feel internally. Mm, oh wow! <laughs> Golly. Like, sketches are different. Like I could do a sketch. I could write sketches. Like I can be in sketches. Like. Uh-huh. Uh, acting there's like something we, more formulaic about it. Not to say that there's nothing formulaic well, about improv, it's, but it's just like I think. I feel like improv just comes off as hokey. Well, like, and not it's only like, like it's um like with Jasmine, like Jasmine, I was in her skit about the uh, peppermint patty. I was I played the racist white lady. Yeah, awesome. And like her whole premise was, this is what we're doing. These are a few of the things I want to hit on. This is how I want you to act, but say whatever you want. So yeah. like that's technically like improv, like all those lines, like I, you know, yeah. yeah. But like not the improv in the sense of like I'm gonna pretend to throw a knife at you, pretend to die. Like it's yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like give me a suggestion from the crowd. I like to call like, it because in Pizza Money we do a lot of Davidian improv, which is what I like to call it, uh, which is a scheduled 
scripted, stylistic, rehearsed thing that grows and changes with an original live performance through the chemistry of the cast themselves, which sometimes works for the better and sometimes uh, it's a little off. (laughs) But I think there's something that's a whole other section of theater that uh, was created through television that I think is really under uh, underappreciated for the the quality of content that it can produce. Well, that's what I mean. Like, uh, what is it? Like Parks and Recs. They were talking about like some of the funniest lines from Parks yeah. and Recs were very improvised. Hot like very, snakes. And <laughs> um, and so I think that's like, and even in uh, some of the things like the jokes that I do in stand up came from like a mm-hmm. heckler saying something and me retorting, and I'm like, actually, that was pretty funny. No, work that in. Rework that, yeah. Like one of them, it doesn't even matter because uh, people assume it's going to happen. And so I can play with what they didn't hear. Like, oh, they just didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh, I do one where I talk about like how, um, so I go through a whole like menstruation bit and then I'm like, oh, well, you know, I do get pretty sensitive like when I'm on with my stand up voice. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, to be fair, I can always tell when a guy's trying to get my pants because I catch him red handed. Oh, God. That's the oh. no. There's usually like a in the back of the audience a groan, like a yeah. You, it's Audible always masculine. Sigh. It's always deep. It's ugh. And I'm like, oh, and that happened. And without me even thinking about it, like while I was up there, I was just like, who groaned? It's just the Lord's lubricant. <laughs> and now I put it in every single time. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's the Lord's lube. Lord's lube. You know how hard it is to get uh, sexually transmitted diseases as a man? It's very difficult. I don't think it's the difficult. No, dude, your urethra is made to not let stuff up in there. Like I, you can let fucking. Well, I, don't wear a I have a no, 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 no. You don't need condoms. Also, you, no, a lot no, of times, no, a lot no. of times, yes. STDs don't come from like actual like what they come from is when your um your bodies are smacking. It creates micro cuts just from the abrasion. That's why like hot like pubic hair is important. It adds that actual cushion. Yeah. So when you're doing it and from the sweat and everything from how long you're doing it, that's where like a lot of it comes from. Not just not just sexual fluids. Uh, the same thing with like anal sex. Anuses aren't meant to stretch that much or even oral <laughs> sex. So they get those micro cuts, but they're bigger around the anus. So you can get, it's just easier because it creates more points of entry. Listen, don't ever talk bad about butt stuff on this show. <laughs> I wasn't talking Secondly, bad. Did you have to be safe? You still got to use yeah, the condom. Yeah, you don't need butt condoms. Stuff. You don't need condoms you if do you're doing con- butt stuff. No, you need condoms. You never need condoms. You need condoms. 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 If, okay, how, if we need condoms so bad, how come God didn't birth me with a latex skin over my dick? Because he's not real. That sheds itself every month. <laughs> That's my opinion, though. Because I you're think- not only fighting your own evolutionary, like it's also other organisms' evolutionary fight to live. I'm going to hit it raw like fuck the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> None of us would be here without come. Redacted. Kanye funny. said it. It's fine. It's safe. So never be here without come. Kanye said it. It's fake. Come made me. I'm a nothing but a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also pussy juice. Man's a maniac. Well, you're not pussy juice. You're uh, ovum. Actually, you know what's really cool? You're, this uh, is uh, ovum. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's really cool is so like when uh, when in utero... Uh, so like when I was in my mom, when you were in your mom, yeah. So when I was in my mom, all of my ovary, like my ovums, were created, all the eggs and the ovaries, and then they're put in suspension until I start uh, puberty, and then That's I start dope. menstruating. So that means that like I was inside my mother when she was inside my grandmother, half of me. That's amazing. That's what you were inside your mom when she was inside your grandma. That's when half of you developed. My grandma told me recently that she would uh, talk to me before I was born. She could, like, see me. 
I mean, you used to be a part of her. Uh, that's so dope. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my favorite part is that you never discredit any of the crazy shit that I say. I always do it, but that's because I have like a very cynical worldview. Never discredit any of the craziest shit I say. That's like space time warping. I had a friend who was talking about um, them seeing. Uh, it was funny because you talked about that the other day, but I had a friend who was talking about that kind of stuff, and they just looked at me and they're like, "I hate. I can't talk about this with you at all." And I'm just like, "You can't, because I think you're crazy." <laughs> you're very realistic. You're like, too real. That ain't. That ain't what's in front of my face right now. So I, can't I gotta go for that. <laughs> well, I think it's because I hung out with kids who did a shit ton of acid and were always talking about things mm-hmm. like that. So I was just like, this is fucking stupid. Let's go do something. Like, <laughs> so I've become that to everything. Like, that's kids on acid has ruined the idea of, like, I was already out of religion, but I could grasp on spirituality. But because I hung out with kids who did acid who talked about spirituality a bunch, yep. I was just like, this is not interesting to me. me. I get annoyed because people know like I go to like I I used to teach Sunday school like I still go to mass. I was going to be a nun and stuff. And I do get I mean, I'm not going to not talk about it, but people try to play this like devil's advocate like, oh, but you do this too. Yeah. Jesus approved. And I'm like, am I Jesus? I don't think so. I think I'm a human being. And if we didn't sin, then he would have died in vain. So let me live my life. Like, Tell that's, him. get him. But that doesn't mean don't call me on my shit when I'm being dumb. Like, I'm yeah. not. <laughs> but, like, people are always like, oh, would Jesus do this? And, and I'm like, I don't know. I mean, probably not. I do know. Probably no. <laughs> I, I can tell you two things for sure. Probably no. And he definitely wouldn't do it as a white man. Hello. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Bye. Uh-uh. <laughs> I think it's so funny. Like, not funny. It's actually horrible. But it's just, like, out, like absurd. I guess that's like when I talk about like humor theory. I talk yeah. about like what I do is I find like an absurd premise, something that's just like the stars and bars Confederate flag being flown in Northeast Ohio. I know what the fuck. Yeah, we stupid. were union. That's Dude, not yeah, heritage. That's specifically that. hate. They well, I live in Loda. They shouldn't even sell that shit here because it was not even related to that like yeah. we were on the other side let alone and why the fuck are they selling it in states that didn't even fucking exist yet yeah like what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you obviously you've found a fucking symbol that makes it okay for you to glom on to a fucking uh, uh, an ideology that yep. is toxic and gross as fuck fuck the and south more importantly an ideology that was defeated yeah and you dead. lost like, which is why i hate losing which is crazy because they got a lot of participation trophies all around this st- like country. Ain't lying, whole mess of them. Like, and personally, I'm thinking about maybe a, a secret video vendetta in joint ventures with Viceland where I go around and tear the, all those motherfuckers down personally. Do it like some sort of fucking wretched black <gasps> Tyler Durden on a killing mission. I was talking about <laughs> killing the um, hate and the injustice. I was talking to. Uh, I wanted to do this sketch where um, it was uh, Paige Whitey. Like, but it was called beep a white, like, and you would pretend to, like, censor it out. Yeah. Um, And it was essentially where, like, people of color, specifically black folks, were, like, doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like graffiti or something. And then they would hear the cops and they'd page them. And then there'd be me, like, in my, like, oh, like, I, I guess I dress exceptionally white is what I've been told. You do just wild white. <laughs> like, super duper white. <laughs> um, I, uh. I learned that it was white when people like Loki started in edit when I was an undergrad. They just were like, you kind of dress like a narc. <laughs> you do look like you're going to tell someone about the terrible things that I've said in this room. <laughs> you already, it's, <laughs> you're recording it, but. Um, <laughs> Redacted. 
When I say redacted, I mean it. <laughs> but friend of the podcast, Kate. Friend of the podcast, <laughs> personal hero, and communicator of feelings that are real, Kate Hogan. But, like, I think it'd be so funny because then I would show up and just be like, oh, officer, this is an art installation and we're beautifying the city over here. And Your hair looks wild white now that you said that. Now I'm looking back on it. You're the whitest person alive. I felt like you've done that before. Like, you can't I, tan. You're like uh, no, when James keeps a Confederate flag on his door. That's just, not a Confederate flag. Oh, not don't a Confederate flag. Oh, the fucking don't tread on me flag. Sorry. Yeah. It's, to me, it's all the same. No, yeah. that's completely different. That's but like, this is a repellent. Those people definitely had a whole bunch of slaves, and they were like, yo, stop telling me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) This should be called the irony flag. But I put that flag up so that when the cops roll by here, they're like, hey, all right, (laughs) forget it. It's just a noise complaint. White. Yeah, it's just clean. Oh, I will tell you, I have a Black Lives Matter sticker on my car, and I have been pulled over so many more times. One time, though, he didn't even ask for my license and registration. He just went, oh, what are you doing here? And I was like... Uh, drive it and he goes yeah drive it and he pulled me over on the shoulder going on to 90 like that's where he stopped me in this really black lives matter and well that's the only thing that's different like on my you know like and he was i was like sir i wasn't speeding because i wasn't i do sometimes speed but this time i was not because everyone was going (laughs) 25 and i was trying to go 35 which was the speed limit so i was technically not like bobbing but like i Pat and get out Pat. of the way yeah I know and i didn't even i i don't know if it got ticked off or what but i was at the stoplight before turning before going on to the 90 ramp so like yeah. you had to make a right and then the 90 ramp was there and this person pulled up didn't even know there was a cop there person pulled up right on, i couldn't even like my whole car was illuminated so i flipped my mirror up so it wasn't in my eyes and i just waited he didn't put his lights on then waited until i went to get on 90 didn't ask for like my license registration he goes you know you keep driving like that you are gonna get hurt out here and I was like, what? Sounds like a threat, bitch. Oh, I know. And I was like, I'm sorry. And he goes, where are you from? And I was like, oh, I live in Lakewood. And he goes, no, where are you from? You're not from here. And I knew well enough not to say New York. So I said Columbus. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, my mom lives in Columbus. And he goes, yeah, I knew you weren't from here. So if you keep driving like that, you're going to get hurt out here. And I was like, I was going the speed limit. And he goes, I know, but why do you think the other people weren't? And I was like, I don't know. I'm he not goes, them, motherfucker. What do I care? <laughs> oh, I know. I was like, I don't know what they were doing with their lives. I was just doing abiding the lawn with my life. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and he goes, maybe it's because I was around. And I was like, but what I was the fuck going are you, the nigga? Speed you work for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, <laughs> I was so confused. Like I was just like, what is happening? And why would 12 ever say that to you? Maybe they were driving slower because I was around. Yeah. So is that what you want? Is that why you get up every day? Because you want people <laughs> to be afraid of you? You fucking weak. <laughs> right? Why don't I come like, over there and slap the fucking taste out of your mouth? Slap the fucking donut crumbs off of your face, you fucking pig bitch. Well, and then he didn't ask for my license, didn't ask for my, anything like that. And then he just goes, okay, well, wherever you're going, I hope you make it there. And I was just like, what is that? Mean? And then he got back in his car. And I was like. <laughs> the cop was like, have a nice day. <laughs> Passive, like the most I, passive aggressive cop in the world I was just like I, I have no you idea you didn't read the note I left on the fridge <laughs> right? like, I, I, did. I was just so beside myself I was just like did I just get racially profiled you didn't I know because <laughs> you're not a race that is you're a human being the human race human being a bean what color Maybe, is I think human? of myself more as a human doing I want to know what color the aliens think people are. Because I have a theory that the aliens are black. So I want to find an alien and be like, draw a human and color it in. And then draw a white person and be fucking tight. 
Like, I'm going <laughs> to lose it. Uh, and Kate Hogan, you were telling me earlier a little bit, uh, after your European journeys, your travels, uh, on your mission to spread the truth about comedy and humility, which I think is really cool, glossed right over that. Did Such a humble fucker. Um, <laughs> good for you being humble. Good job. Um, you were talking a little bit about an experience you had in the airport. In your hometown, I believe it was. Yeah, JFK. I have never... Oh, my goodness. So, every time my flight got delayed, and it got delayed a ton. So, every time my flight got delayed, the next... Even when it wasn't... Because I did it through Travelocity. Even when it wasn't the same, like, airline company, they just booked me right away on the next flight. I just had to go in and get rebooked. Yeah. And it sucked, and it was whatever, but even go... Like, that's all I had to do. Easy peasy. So, then I, I land, and I land with plenty of time. It's a domestic flight. When I left for Columbus, I got there at 5 o'clock. My flight left at 5.30. Gates Damn. closed at 5.20. Made it through. Mainly because I wasn't checking anything. White privilege helps a ton. Hell and, yeah. like, w- I had slip-on shoes. You know what I Like, I knew how to... Been through I'm, the I'm at the airport. <laughs> like, that's... Wait, wait, wait. You just have to take your shoes off? Yeah. They make me open my butthole up. That's... I mean, maybe they heard about your booty hole pics. Yeah. Shit. That's Maybe on me. them sending booty hole pics. They just catalog people's booty hole pics. That's on me. I mean, I go through the people. little, like, thing. The scanner? Yeah, but that's... Opt out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. So I'm just like, I just want to get through. I know where I'm going. You know, like... And then I go to my gate. Well, this... So I, I get there. I land. Flight leaves at 510. I get there, or 511, to D.C., I get into the airport, and I have to go to a different terminal, but I get uh-huh. into the airport at 4.20. I go through customs. I go through everything. By the time I'm at the terminal, right by the gate, yeah. it is 4, like, 35 or something. It doesn't take long because I'm a citizen. They just have to stamp my passport. But, you Welcome know. Welcome home. Pretty much. Like, do you claim anything? No. Like, that's Claim story. this fucking, fucking dick, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> that's not... Not what I told him. <laughs> you, fucking, but, you were like, claim this dude. <laughs> Grabbed your crotch and your fucking your travel pants. Like, because <laughs> you don't give no fucks. Well, I wear jeans and like a blouse when I travel, just in case the plane goes down. Yes, cool. because my mother would be so upset if I was like, I would clean underwear on the plane. I'm Kate Hogan. I know either whatever reason I'd be on the news, my mother will be disappointed regardless. <laughs> you ain't wrong. I figure if you're gonna die anyway, you might as well make the news doing it. I always wear a uh, body bag when I travel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just to make sure I'm one of the first ones processed so yeah, my mom like can know sooner. <laughs> she doesn't have to w- lay up and wait and worry about her fate. <laughs> the fate of her dear only son who's magic. But, um, no, I got, so I had to stay in this line because the key ass thing was broken. The line took over an hour and everyone God there damn. was missing. Like, everyone there was like, no, miss flight, miss flight, miss flight. So, I'm standing in line, and this is, like, another part of it, was this man was just, like, uncomfortably close to me. He wasn't, like, touching me. He he wasn't looking, like, but he seemed like he was kind of looking over my shoulder as I was trying to, like, return, get the Wi-Fi to work so I could turn my phone back on for being in the States so then I could get data and stuff again. Why do people not know how to cue the fuck up? I don't know. He kept, like, standing, like, I thought he was trying to, like, cut. That's what really yeah, I thought he was trying to do. Probably. Was cut in line, which was cool. Okay, you're not no, going it's not to. Cool. I know it's I just meant like cool for you, it's not gonna happen. Like I almost fought an old man at Sam's Club because <laughs> he doesn't know how the fuck a line works. He's playing, he's playing cute. I was at Sam's Club, I had an armful of fucking a billion plastic cups. Sorry, environment. But we had a family reunion. So I go through the line, like I'm walking up, walking up, 
Lion's fucking out of control in Sam's Club. And I see this kid standing on the front of a cart, like 10 steps away from an empty aisle lane where there's one person checking out. Then it would be my go. So I step into the, I step into the queue. Yeah. And this guy walks up behind me with his kid on the car and goes, Hey, I was in line. He goes, Hey, yeah, I was in line. My kid was, and I was like, Sir, you're old enough to know how the line works. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't in line. And then we started going back and forth in a little bit of a heated diatribe. Yeah, your fucking Capri Suns, blah, blah, I'll shove one up your ass, etc. And then uh, they open up the register right next to us so that we wouldn't scrap. And my only, the final closing words in this man were, it worked out for you, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I bought the cups and went had a lovely family reunion. I love it. Now, Sorry. people are rude as I don't even I don't understand what goes through these people's you know what I mean when they just try and do something they try and play yeah you. yeah like it was just I don't even know how to do it. but and so we're standing there and um like we I finally get up and he stands next to me at the front of the line because nope. it's kind of bigger and I like move up and over like clearly in front and then he doesn't move up he just moves more next to me yeah. so i move a little bit more over and he moves next to me again and i'm like is he trying to be like we're together like maybe he'll get like i don't know what's happening maybe you smell really good and so then i get called up and he doesn't like follow or anything so i was okay like i was like all right cool yeah. this is i don't know what that guy's problem was maybe he just wasn't paying attention like but it's over with and i get to the woman and i say hey my flight was supposed to leave at 5 11 i've been in this line for an hour and a half so i missed it I need to get rebooked or something, you know, da da da. Right now, motherfucker. And she goes, Oh, you missed your flight? And I was like, Well, yeah, I've been in this line. Uh, like, very important information that you seem to be glossing over here. Like, that's. And she goes, Well, what flight was it? And I was like, Well, I couldn't check in. The kiosk was broken, so I don't know the flight name or the number because I don't have it anymore. I've been in this line an hour and a half. And she was like, So I'm supposed to guess. And I was like, How many flights from American Airlines were going to DCA at 5 11? Like, you can't look that up. Like, I didn't say that to her, but I was just like, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm sorry. It's uh, my name's Caitlin Hogan. Here's my passport. I'm sure you can look me up what flight I'm supposed Like, yeah. what? <laughs> and so she, like, was super offended at, like, I don't know, offended, but just, like, remissed about that. Like, ugh. And. Does she know that you work for me? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think I told her. I wasn't going to drop that yet. But she, um, so. We're going back and forth about it. She goes, okay, you missed your flight. And I was like, well, my flight was delayed. And then I had to stand in this line for an hour and a half. And she goes. Because their computers were down. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? And I was like, so then I had to stand in this line. And she goes, was it an American Airlines flight? And I was like, no, no. It was Delta. And she goes, oh, well, you missed your flight. Bitch. And I was like, You're okay, like, that's fine. Can I get up. rebooked on the next one? And she goes, if you want to buy a ticket for it. And I was like, no, I missed slapped her, right? No, I missed my flight. <laughs> I just need and she goes, You can be on standby. And I was like, Well, I have a connecting flight in DC. Will I make that? And she goes How the fuck should I know? Exactly. no, she was just like, Uh, well, the next flight is the next flight's at seven o'clock and it was about six then. Like it was about six, six ten. I'm already through the line. You could get me boarding passes, stand there and go to the gate. We're in the terminal. We're yeah, in the let's terminal. Get it. Like what it, domestic flights for a US citizen do not I don't have to go through anything extra unless I look sketchy and i don't or they review of, your facebook yeah that's <laughs> i deleted all my apps when i traveled what? <laughs> yeah because they can look through it they can they'll hold you there indefinitely they've been doing it to a bunch of american citizens to holding like in at customs if they think for whatever reason or if your name like comes up on a thing so i deleted all my social media when i traveled 
and they'll just good move. Wait. On, like on my phone, so they can't search. Like if they want to search my phone, it would just be my pictures from traveling. Yeah, I, that's good to know that you can do that because I tried to go through the airport, uh, and I had said some really wild nine eleven stuff on Facebook, and I had a difficult time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not always about me. <laughs> no, that's what. Well, I mean, yeah. So you could just delete it and then when they go through your phone that's all they have to go off of and if your Facebook isn't up and open yeah. technically they're not allowed to but if they're telling you they won't let you go which they do that they're like we can hold you indefinitely they can't you In need America? a lawyer yeah no no they do that see folks at home just you know you can you can make some very wild formal threats just delete your app yeah they'll Wait, never know they do that in this country yes what if I just started whooping ass and walking out of the airport? Uh, they just would slapping uh, everybody upside the head. Yeah, uh, well, then the you fuck? still aren't going ah, home. Like ah. that's. I'll fly the goddamn plane myself. Like, <laughs> no, they will. I mean, uh, most of it's to journalists or like Woke naturalized ass. citizens. You know, like. Ah. Uh, but. No, nah, we're gonna keep you here yeah, until right. we see that Facebook. Yeah, no, they do because they want to see on your soul. They want to see your emails. They want to see your text messages. Let me see you busted open on Snapchat, or you're and- not leaving <laughs> DC, motherfucker. They do. There was actually a guy. Uh, the TSA got in a whole bunch of trouble, and then like customs got in trouble because this guy worked for NASA and had some sort of government clearance, and he Sweet. was like, "I can't give you my phone. I can't give it to you. I can't give it to you. I can't give it to you." And they like held him there for like eighteen hours. I so finally. It. Like, and they wouldn't let him call anybody. They wouldn't like give him a, like a look. Like they wouldn't let him do anything. And so finally, he did just to be able to call somebody. And then like NASA came back and was just like, "What the f? You can't do this imagine to a government that, official." Imagine <laughs> being the person receiving that phone call and it's like, "Dave, you really fucked up, man." <laughs> like, <laughs> Dave, did you give him? Your, oh, you gave him your phone? Oh, <laughs> no, Jesus. not even to give him the phone. Just like NASA calling your work to tell you, hey. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, we went to the moon and we're pissed. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, bring us Dave. Let's talk to bring John. Bring to us. <laughs> put him in the fucking in the centrifuge. This mess is like strong armor people with fucking space training technology. They drop niggas in the astronaut training tank without a suit on. It's got a slow leak in it. <laughs> Let me out of here. You feel that cool water coming up your leg, boy? You got about three minutes in there. We've tested this thousands of times. <laughs> If, you're, if there's some gangsters you don't want to piss off, it's NASA. They can send you away never to be seen again. Like, they do that to shit people like. All that shit's made out of gold. Monkeys. Nobody gives a fuck about you. What happens when they shoot you into space? Yeah. No more questions. <laughs> Where's Wilson? He's sending back some really weird pictures you're not going to believe. <laughs> He's in the moon and he sent us pictures of his butthole. Man, you guys got to see these pictures of Jupiter's face and butthole that Wilson sent back. <laughs> space. What's up, dudes? Hey everyone, it's me, Wilson. Everything's going fine. There's Here's nothing the Big here. Dipper and the Little Dipper. Close hey. up. <laughs> uh, uh. That's hilarious. <laughs> I would never do such a thing. You'd really be an astronaut. Ah. Hey. Uh. Whoa. Whoa. Got Kate it. Hogan, her Millie Rock is stable as fuck. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that might do it for this episode of TC Stubbles. <laughs> Uh, it's Wednesday, so you know what fucking time it is, you idiot jerks. It's Tasty's Devils. Thank you, Wilson. You're welcome. Uh, Wilson, before we go, do you have any parting words for these fucking Yakubian dogs? Man. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Boom. Kate Hogan, my dear friend and guest. Two Timers Club. Ooh. What do you have to say to these, uh, your people? Thanks for listening. That's mighty nice of you. 
Now me, <laughs> I still have some choice words. Let me just go ahead and start this with, uh, I am 